Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 118. We are in a series right now about the greatness of God, seeing God in the Old Testament and the New Testament, great battles, great miracles that he performed to show off who he is. Today, I want to take a little glance into the book of Joshua, chapter number five. Now, we know that in chapter six and following, we'll see that a lot of the conquest of taking over the land of Canaan, the promised land, begins. In chapter six, we see the fall of Jericho, and then it goes on into the conquests of Israel as they go through and destroy the enemies as God gives them the land. It's a powerful, incredible book. But we see here right before chapter number six, something amazing happens in chapter five. First off, we see that There was a moment of great vulnerability, a moment of great weakness that's shown by the people of Israel. They were cleansing themselves. They were performing these acts before the Lord to circumcise all of their men, and they did it with the whole nation. And so the army was sort of paralyzed. They couldn't fight. They couldn't go to battle for several days. They were needing to be healed through that process. That process takes a little while. And then we see that they have the first Passover uh, right outside of the city of Jericho. And from that moment on, there's no more manna from heaven. They have been wandering in the wilderness. God has been providing them for this manna every day. They were complaining about it. They were eating it day in and day out. Well, the first Passover happens right outside the city of Jericho. And from this point on, now they are called to eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. That very moment from then on is whenever they eat the fruit of the land rather than the manna that was provided. So God quit providing manna that day. Now, as the people of Israel are just outside of the city of Jericho, something amazing happens. So I want to look at Joshua chapter 5, beginning at verse 13. The Bible says this, When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in hand. And Joshua went to him and said, Are you for us or our adversaries? And he said, No, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell to his face to the earth and worshipped him and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander of the army of the Lord said to Joshua, Take off your sandals from your feet, for the place you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. As I see this great scene in the scripture, I can't help but just take a moment and see what happens when Joshua recognizes who this is. This is one of those moments in the Old Testament where we see one of the pre-incarnation appearances of Jesus. This is Jesus standing before him with a sword drawn. We see a lot of this in the Old Testament, moments where Jesus appeared to people Uh, Before the New Testament came along, before it kind of gave a glimpse into who God was, who the Son of God was, and just the power that he presented. He came to Jacob as a wrestler. He wrestled with Jacob uh, and threw his hip out of socket, if you remember. He showed up to Abraham as a pilgrim with a meal, to share a meal with him. He shows up here to Joshua as the commander of the army the powerful, powerful place. Because at this point, Joshua is probably feeling pretty lonely. What I've noticed and what I've realized in life is leadership is lonely. There was a great president, Harry Truman, who once said that to be president of the United States is lonely. And then he says, very lonely at times of great decisions. You know, when you have to make a decision that affects many people, 
It's a lonely place to be. Nobody wants to make that call. Joshua was about to make a call, but he wasn't going to make the call until he knew God's presence was with him. Just as Moses did back his predecessor, the one who came before him, who said, don't do anything without the presence of the Lord. You remember at the at the Exodus, he said, when God's presence moves before us, that's when we'll go, but not until then. As I look through this scripture, I can see something in Joshua's leadership who he says, I'm going to wait until the Lord says to go. When he sees this man standing before him with a sword drawn in his hand, he goes up to him. He went up to him and said, are you for us or our adversaries? He Joshua is plain and simple. He says, are you for us? Are you for God and his people? Or are you the enemy? And how bold of a statement is this? I'm proud of Joshua for going up and asking the bold question. But as soon as he finds out who this is, it says Joshua fell on his face to the earth. I love how he says, are you for us or against us? And he says, Jesus says, no, like neither one. Listen, I'm not here for you. I'm not here for them. I'm not here for, I'm here to take over. I need you to know I am the commander of the army of the Lord. And now I'm here. The presence of God is right here with you. So Joshua, what does he do? He falls to his face and he worships him. There is a worshipful moment that happens. There is a battle that's about to take place. I know a lot of believers. I know a lot of Christians who think that they can go through this life without fighting, without battling. It's not the case. We are called to battle the enemy. That's what we're called. Expect to fight. Expect to fight. Not each other, not one another. Expect to fight the enemy that's within you. It's time that we wage war against the enemy. However, we don't need to run ahead of God. We need to wait and experience his presence and worship him. I think it's so awesome that whenever Joshua experiences this worship service right here, I mean, he even asks him, he says, what does my Lord say to his servant? He did exactly what we would do, right? So you worship and you say, what do you want me to do? And what does the commander of the Lord's army say to Joshua? Take off your sandals from your feet. The place you're standing is holy. So he's telling Joshua, soak this in. Don't go trying to run ahead of me. Don't try to figure out what you need to do. Joshua's a doer. I appreciate that. We need doers in the church, but we also need those people that are going to say, I'm in the presence of God Almighty, so I'm going to take off my sandals and stay a while. I'm going to experience this great God. And after this, after he does what Jesus says, he's standing there in this holy moment, then the instructions begin to come. But not until Joshua is fully aware of where he's at and what he's doing. I think we are called to something great. I think we're called to a great battle. I think we're called to be the warriors that God has has made us to be. But I do know this. If God's presence is not with us, we are fighting in vain. We are not fighting the battle we need to be fighting. So today, maybe you need to take a moment and just pray to experience God. See him today. Where will you see him? I think it's also something to point out. Joshua lifted up his eyes and looked, and there he was. Joshua's head was down. Do you know why his head was down? They were in a difficult place. He was having to make some difficult decisions. He was having to lead, and it's lonely when you lead. I've realized this. My head is down more when I'm alone than when I'm with people. If I'm with people, if I have community with people, my head is up. I'm talking to them. I'm experiencing laughter, or I'm experiencing joy, or experiencing even sadness, but with them, and my eyes are up. But when I'm alone, I realize my head becomes downcast very easily. 
Our generation, our world today has got their head down in their phones. We are staring at a screen with our head down. And every time in scripture that someone's eyes lifted up, every time someone's head lifted up, the situation changed. Now, I believe this. I believe the Lord was standing there the whole time. But it wasn't until Joshua lifted up his eyes. Today, lift up your eyes. Today, lift up your head. Allow yourself the opportunity to see God working around you. And I know this. If you are going into a battle, the one thing you want to see is Jesus with his sword drawn. And know that you are fighting on his side and he's with you to the very end.